You're listening to Salary Savvy, episode 27. On this podcast, we explore how to advance the wealth and careers of women in other marginalized communities in tech. Here, you'll find practical, actionable advice that helps you scale your career and unapologetically create a life you love. I'm your host, Chrissy Battle, and thanks for joining me on this journey. This week, we're talking about mentors. And we're talking about mentors in just in terms of the fact that they are basically like cheat codes for your career. So if you have bad associations with cheat codes, this is a good association with a cheat code because they are helping you bypass a lot of BS and they're helping you get the results that you're after without as many delays and unnecessary work on your part. In this episode, we're talking about what mentors are in terms of what they can provide to you, how you can find one, how to specifically work with one to make sure that you get the most out of the relationship and what kind of results that you can expect. Let's get into it. So the first part of working with a mentor and having it be effective is before you reach out to anyone, before you start scouting for mentors or opportunities to look for mentors, you need to decide what you're after. So what you want, because mentors are not a magic pill and they are not a forever relationship, which we'll get into more in a minute. They are a relationship that can help you the most when you're clear on what you want. Because if you are clear on the types of results that you want to get out of the relationship or the interaction, then you are going to get much quicker and more effective results because the mentor has a better idea of what kind of advice and opinions to give to you, as well as when you have that clarity, you are more likely to put in the work and take the action because you have a clear focus on an end goal. So you can work with mentors without having a specific end goal in mind, but I think that is the best first step because that way you're not wasting their time and your time on results that you may decide later that you didn't actually want. Once you've decided what you want, it's time to go look for a mentor. And the way that I think about mentors, and I think the simplest and easiest way, is they are just another person who have, has reached some sort of similar goal to what you're after. So they are going to help accelerate your career by giving you advice from what they have also experienced that is related in some way to what you're after. So what I'm saying here is you need to find someone who has done what you are looking to do. So like if you're a biologist, like a marine biologist, you're not going to be seeking mentorship from a TV producer because they're not going to have anything relevant to share with you. So they don't have to do exactly what you are looking to do, but it should be related enough that you have a good idea that what they're going to be sharing with you is going to be relevant to what you're looking to do. So the next phase of this is realizing that mentorship has two primary formats. So the first format is a formal mentorship. So this is one that is done in a 
like a programmatic format that is predetermined or specified in advance. So usually this is something that's offered by alumni network. If you are a part of one of those, maybe an industry association, maybe there's an incubator in your city. If you live in a larger city that offers funded programs to offer mentorship and guidance. So these are all going to be ones that have a rubric basically that the mentorship is going to follow in terms of a cadence of meetings. Typically, they might have some prescribed outcomes or themes of outcomes that you can look for in the mentorship matches that they will make for you. So you would apply for these programs. You would let them know what you're looking for. That's where that clarity comes in. If they have pre uh, prescribed formats or themes, uh, tracks, whatever we want to call them, that you can select, then you would select that as part of your application process. And then some sort of third party entity would then go and they would match you with a mentor on the other side. The other type of mentorship is going to be more informal. So this is you going out and finding your own mentor. And this can be helpful for those of you that have really large networks, or if you're looking for more of a personal connection with your mentorship relationship, or if you have just seen someone or met someone online that you have really connected with, like you really connect with their message, you really connect with the steps ahead that they are from where you are and you want to be able to learn from them, that can be a fantastic option for you as well. So this is basically more self-sourced, informal mentorship. And if you don't have a large network or if you're not an especially extroverted person and you're like, Chrissy, where the heck do I find mentors if I'm trying to source this on my own? I don't know how to network. I don't know where to look. What are my options? What I would recommend to you is look at old, like former coworkers. Is there someone who was a few levels ahead of you in prior workplaces that you got along well with or that you really liked what they had done with their career? You could reach out to them. If you have a friend in your industry, maybe you don't work directly with them, but they're in your industry or your field or a related one, that could be another way that you could seek out mentorship. The last one would be you can always keep your mind open, your eyes peeled, whatever euphemism we want to use here. But you can always be on the lookout for someone who might be a good prospective mentor. So if you go to a conference, go in with the, it in mind that you could source a mentor here. You could make a connection with someone that might be a good mentor for you. If you have industry groups that maybe they don't have a formal networking program, but maybe you could find someone there who would be willing to, to mentor you. That would also be a really great way to find a mentor to work with you. So with either of the routes, the formal or the informal, you're going to have to make an ask for someone to be your mentor. Either you're applying to the program or you are asking this person that you have found on your own to work with you. And when you're making the ask, this is where having the clarity of what you want the outcome to be is going to be super important because typically you're going to get a more likely answer of yes if you can come in with, hey, I really love what you've done with your career. I would 
love if you would consider mentoring me. I'm specifically looking to learn about this, this, and this. I would love to work with you for this many months if you're available. I'm thinking that we could maybe chat monthly and I would come with questions around the topic areas that I mentioned. So just something like that, where the mentor can see that you have a clear outcome that you're looking for. You're letting them know in advance the like the time boundedness of the relationship so they know what they're looking to invest there from their own time. And you're showing them that you're serious and you're organized about entering into this relationship with them. The other tactic that you can take is if it's a more friendship based mentorship, maybe it's going to be more casual. Maybe it's not time bound. Maybe this person who knows you a little bit better might know kind of what you're looking for in advance and you don't need to articulate it to them. But in general, having that clarity is going to be super helpful and having like clarity in what you want and then clarity in your ask to the person that you are wanting to help you because this is typically an unpaid relationship. So you want to make sure that if you are taking their time, you are being as respectful of their time and as efficient as possible. The other factor in this is you can always make the ask or apply to the program and you could be told no. So go in understanding that no, hearing no is an option. And if that happens, it's okay. It happens to all of us. It's better to ask and be turned down than to not take the chance of asking and entering into a relationship that could help you get to the next stage of your career. So potential rejection is just a part of any human interaction, right? So if you hear a no, do not get discouraged. Just know that you can make your ask again and again to different prospective mentors if you need to until you get a yes. You only need to get one yes to build a meaningful and impactful mentoring relationship. So don't let no's deter you because oftentimes it's not going to be you like you're not the reason they're telling you no they might have a ton of other things on their plate and they just do not have the time to take on anything else and so they're trying to be respectful of your time because they can't dedicate what you would need to the relationship so just remember that if you are if you hear a no and you're feeling frustrated or down it's probably not you they just don't have the capacity the time to take on something else right now. All right, so we've talked about where to look for mentors. We've talked about the types of mentorship relationships you can enter into. Let's talk about once you've heard that yes, you've entered into a mentorship with someone, like what can you actually expect out of it? Like what should you be looking to do when you now have this person's time? So the first thing that I think is helpful is just to level set on what a mentor is not, what they're not going to do, what the relationship isn't. So they are not going to create your goals for you. So that's where you having that advanced clarity comes in. They're not going to just have a magic pill and all the answers, right? They're just going to be a human with opinions who is willing to help you and give you advice. They're not going to have a vision for your future growth. You're going to need to come in with an agenda and questions. 
The other thing that the relationship isn't or what they're not going to do is they're not going to do the work for you. So they are not going to be most likely super emotionally invested in this relationship. They likely want to see you do well, like we would want to see any other human do well and succeed, but they are not going to worry about if you implement what they advise you to do or not. And the other part of this is they're not going to be an accountability partner. They're not going to follow up with you and text you and ask you if you've done things and you know, be super frustrated or disappointed if you don't, because they are there to, again, advise you and help you gain insight that they have learned from their experience from a vantage point where you want to be so that you can get there more quickly. They are telling you and sharing with you from that vantage point, but they're not going to create goals for you. They're not going to do the work for you. And they're not going to be your accountability partner. So if you're expecting those things, you're going to need to have other systems in place to support you with those needs because your mentorship is most likely not going to offer that for you. So the next question that you might be asking yourself is, like, okay, Chrissy, I know what I'm supposed to do. I know what to expect. I know what they're not going to do. Like how often should I be talking to this person to make sure that I'm maximizing the benefits that I'm getting from this. So for a formal program, again, it's probably predetermined. So you will know that in advance. If it's informal, ideally you would have proposed something to your mentor when you've asked them to mentor you. So that, you know, three months or six months or a year, whatever you've asked for them, typically you're going to propose a cadence as well. I would recommend that you target monthly. And I like monthly mentorship meetings because that's enough time for you to have made progress on the things that you want to take action on that they've talked to you about. So again, they're not going to be an accountability partner. They're not holding your feet to the fire here. This is just more about your like intrinsic motivation to want to get the most out of the relationship. You're going to want to have a status update that shows like, yes, I am taking this seriously. I'm trying to implement what you've shared with me in between our sessions. And so when you have your mentorship session, what should you expect? The first thing that you should expect is for you to come prepared. Like you need to come with some questions and you need to come with an agenda that is purposeful and targeted. So you do not want to make your mentor feel like you're wasting their time or that you're kind of aimlessly wandering around your career and you don't really know what you want. You want them to be able to answer targeted questions or give you opinions on kind of targeted areas because again, they're like we talked about a minute ago, they're not going to have goals for you. So you are in the driver's seat. They're not going to be coming through as a career concierge to come prepared with topics that they want to talk to you about. Like they might, and that's a bonus, but you shouldn't expect that they're going to do that. You should expect that they're going to come prepared to offer you opinions in response to your questions. And the other thing that I want to comment on here is just a reminder that you are asking another human questions. You want their opinion. They're going to give it to you. And the advice that you're receiving, you should also understand that you don't have to take all of it. You don't have to take wholesale 
whatever they're telling you, right? Like you're not trying to implement every single piece of advice that you're giving you, that they're giving you. I mean, maybe like, maybe it's all solid gold and you just want to do all of it. But the other thing that I want to encourage you to do is to be discerning and use your own personal filter for filtering out the things that you know won't apply to your situation or won't apply to your life. All right, so one of the last things that I wanna touch on here is when should you expect results from these mentorship meetings, from you making these changes? The answer is, it depends. So the results can be super quick and they can be super huge, or they can be more subtle and they can be a bit slower to come. So it can be something like you get a huge promotion within three months of engaging with a mentor and starting to have these conversations or something that might be a more subtle result is having the confidence to take on more challenges or navigate stressful situations at work, feeling more prepared as you take on something that you feel like is going to be critical for the next phase of your career. And this is where having clarity on what you want the outcome of the mentorship to be can be really helpful. So for that last example where I was talking about you get a huge promotion in three months, that may or may not be feasible in your situation. But knowing what you want at the outset can also help you kind of touch base with yourself after you've had a couple of meetings with this mentor to say, like, am I getting what I need out of this? Is this helpful? for what goals I'm seeking, these predetermined goals that I'm looking to meet or at least move towards with this relationship. And if it's not, if you're not seeing the results that you want, you can, number one, try to figure out different questions that you can ask your mentor and see if you can kind of start steering things closer to what you're looking for with that. Or if not, maybe this isn't a good mentorship match for you. That's okay too. But when you know what you want, it's so much easier to figure out if you are on track or off track. And if you're off track and you've tried to pivot your questions and you're still not getting the value that you feel like you should be getting, you can give your mentor and you back that time. So you can you know, very tactfully and respectfully just let them know that you've maybe pivoted what you're looking for in your career or you're going to try something else. And you're going to give yourselves both back some time so you can be more efficient with how you are applying uh, for your career growth. And then the last thing that I want to touch on here is once you have benefited from having a mentor, I want you to think about being one and not just think about it. I want you to aspire to to target being a mentor so that you can help someone else who's a few steps behind you. So maybe you want to apply to work in that mentorship program. If you've gone through a formal one, you can sign up to be a mentor. If someone asks you to be their mentor, instead of thinking like, wait, wait, what? Me? Be a mentor? I want you to think about like, why not you? Like if you're a few steps ahead of them, they could use your insight. And it might actually be more valuable than someone who's a hundred steps ahead because where you're at, you have a very fresh perspective and a memory of what it was like to be where they are. 
So you can give them guidance from that fresher place, that fresher perspective than someone who's farther removed from it. So that can actually help them make gains faster as your mentee than if you were someone who was incredibly successful at the end of their career. So don't discount yourself is what I'm saying here. You have things that can be helpful to someone else. And so much of this community that we're building here is about us lifting ourselves up and then lifting others up. Because if we're asking others for help, we also need to be willing to give help. This is a reciprocal relationship with a larger community. And I really just want to make sure that you are both benefiting from and contributing to. I I think of it as like a mentorship life cycle or an ecosystem, because really that's making all of us stronger. If we have your expertise, if we have your opinions and you can help others gain from your insights, in addition to you learning from others insights, that makes us all stronger. If you don't currently have a mentor, that can be a fantastic next step for you to take, seeking out the resources to find someone that can help you. If you do have a mentor, then again, I would love if you would consider mentoring someone else so that you can pay back into that ecosystem that we are all benefiting from. All right. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you found this episode helpful. If you have, I would love it if you could think of one person who you know would benefit from listening to this episode or to this podcast. And if you could grab a link and send it their way, what that does is it helps grow the community. It helps more folks benefit from the community and the ecosystem that we are working to build here so that we can all go to the top together. I will see you back here next Thursday. Bye for now.